listener. Across the Goulburn Valley, this is the Pub Feed. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pub Feed podcast. We are back for 2023, and the first episode back for 2023 is the Royal Mail Hotel in Marutna. I've driven past this hotel, I don't know, so many times, countless times. I've always driven past and thought, geez, that pub looks interesting. That looks like it's got a bit of history behind it. And I went in and I spoke to Trev and he's a Marutna local, been there his entire life and he's been at the pub for quite a while as well. And uh, there are some fantastic photos on the wall that uh, we talk about in the podcast and some really interesting stories that come out of those photos as well. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to get straight into it because this is a great episode. Without further ado, this is the Pub Feed Podcast, the Royal Mail Hotel in Marupna. Enjoy. Across the Goulburn Valley, this is the Pub Feed. Here in the Royal Mail Hotel with Trev. How are you going? Good, thanks, Mike. Very good. Uh, now, we are sitting here uh, at a table looking up at some photos on the wall. Can you tell us a bit about these photos on the wall? Yes, well, as uh, far as I know, Ash, I think the hotel uh, was built about 1878, what I can dig up in the history. Um, back in them days, it was part of the, the old stagecoach days with the Royal Mail Mail Run. That's how it was sort of became the Royal Mail when they used to stable the horses at the backyard and the and the drivers and that would uh, spend the night at the hotel and, and move on to the next one. But that was sort of the start of the pub, I suppose. And over the years, it's uh, sort of progressed along. Um, it's one of the oldest hotels in the town, as far as I know. Um, and as we went along, um, yeah, it, it sort of stayed the same two-storey building for many years. And then they sort of, I think in the early 70s, they uh, built on function rooms and, and bistros at the at the rear of the building and then back in 93 they had a major renovation where they completely changed the whole format of the pub um, you know, the main bar was on the main street McLennan Street but now it's um, sort of in the middle of the pub and, and the bottle shop's been moved from the rear of the hotel to the McLennan Street frontage so it's um, that's a major make up which completed in 94 so but since then it sort of um, stayed the, the format as it is um, yeah and rolls along as as we are here today, yeah. yeah. That, that photo up in the middle there, uh, June 1917, is that to the right there? Is that an undertaker next door? That's correct, yeah. Um, apparently, uh, what the, the story is behind that, I've heard, um, the undertakers back in them days had no refrigeration, of course, so um, the coolest place in town was the actual cellar of a hotel. Oh. So if the body was to uh, be held for more than a few days, they would um, slide the, the body down to the cellar and keep it cool for a few more days and before it become... So they'd use the cellar of the hotel? Apparently so, yeah. Um, I've seen, well, back in um, early uh, mid-80s, I remember the cellar in the front bar and there was two rooms and they used to use money, one for the beer kegs and the second one was a bit of a storage room and that's apparently where they used to uh, store a, a few of the bodies, yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you ever had, I don't know if you believe in that sort of stuff, any, any spiritual moments down there? Um, well, not really, but sometimes uh, late at night when you've had a bit of a day, it can be a bit cloudy, so you, you hear all sorts of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. So 19, uh, between 93 and 94 is when kind of they did major renovations, and since then it's pretty much stayed the same. But why do you think people uh, keep coming back to the Royal Mail Hotel? Like, obviously, e- even me being here for the last five minutes, I know you've got regulars that come in all the, all the time. What, what, why do people come back? Yeah, I think um, I've been here since 2011. Um, 
and I think we sort of like to keep things very basic here. It's a bit of a um, a good old-fashioned bar, like we have our regulars at, you know, as you say, I can sort of name the ones that come at 10 o'clock for an hour or so, then yep. another crew would come at 3 o'clock and another crew come at 5 o'clock. Um, it's their sort of gathering place. Um, they catch up with their mates or they uh, bring a few workmates in after work. Um, but I think the public bars are a bit of a thing of the past, but there's not many places left that have a, a public bar that sort of runs like we do. Um, as I say, we keep it nice and simple. Um, with the bistro side of it, we have regulars, you know, you, Tuesday nights you get different tables come together, Thursday nights different tables, so I think they um, appreciate the meals and um, we try and make it as comfortable as we can and um, once you get to know your regulars and you, know, you, you call them by their name, they, they appreciate that and mm. yeah, it makes them feel welcome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I think it makes it, it makes it feel like a bit of a club almost. Well, it's, it's a bit of a um, bit of a hub too. Like um, yeah. you know, I've got um, a lot of uh, single blokes or um, people have lost their partners over the years, and they come down and, and catch up with their mates for an hour or so um, on a regular basis. And yeah, it's um, it's a bit of a, a meeting place, I suppose, too. Yeah, mm. for sure. Have you ever thought about doing speed dating? Maybe you could be a matchmaker as well. Well, some of the uh, some of the stories you hear about from our regulars, I don't think I'd want to uh, put anyone through that sort of misery. No. <laughs> well, it definitely sounds like you've got a, a really great, um, uh, as you said, hub for the community here in Marupna. And uh, in terms of uh, what you guys have got going on, whether it's uh, events or do you hold events here, is there is there things people can come and maybe book out a room or something like that? Yeah, we have a, um, a function room available um, at the southern end of the building, um, which has got its own stage and, and tables, and obviously um, it holds between probably 70 and 90 people. Um, we use that money for you know, engagement parties, 40th birthdays, 80th birthdays. It's a wide mixture thing. It's, it's a nice private room, um, and we don't charge any uh, room hire for that, um, which people appreciate, but mm. nine times out of ten they buy a few drinks, maybe meals or a bit of finger food, so we can offer different... Um, options for their parties um, and we also use that room for our clubs like we have Rotary Clubs, Kiwanis Clubs, Probus Groups um, which are all part of the community and as I said we don't charge for the room hive so it helps them out and they help the community back by doing that so it's good. Absolutely I'm um, just look behind you there you've also got a, a kids room uh, there as well so obviously families are really important to you guys? Yeah well um, prior to the floods that uh, kids room was decked out with toys and that but um, that was one of the rooms I sort of forgot about in the panic when the water came through so all the toys actually went missing so um, my sister was up from Bansdale over Christmas so I sent her shopping so she's redecked the, the to- toy room uh, out with uh, new toys um, yeah and, and kids do appreciate it and I give, uh, give mum and dad a bit of a break too they can sit down and enjoy their meal and the kids can run ragged in the, ki- in the kids room That's right, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the floods how did you guys fare because I know Marupna like the, this whole main street of Marupna was just you know carnage but, and obviously you're in a really prime spot when it comes to where the water comes yeah. so how, how did you guys go with that? Yeah, we probably had about, um, I'll say, 18 inches, you know, 45 centimetres of water through the whole hotel. Um, it came through on about 2.30 Sunday morning. Um, and, yeah, once it sort of flowed through, that was it. It was very, uh, very messy for a few days. Um, I mean, I can see the water... I think I can see the watermarks there on the blinds. It's, it's, a fair, it's a fair chunk of water. Yeah, and it's sort of... Um, as I say, like, I was sort of watching it at 2.30. It was, it was all going pretty well. And all of a sudden, it came up through the floorboards and then the carpet got lifted up and uh, the whole place was sort of full within, you know, 20 minutes or so. So it was a, a fair rage of water and, um, yeah, it made a, a bit of damage. We're a bit lucky here. The, the wall stood up well. I mean, I know some other shops in town didn't fare so good and they've sort of still out of business, but 
we were out of business for about a week as far as the bar and bottle shop, uh, but the kitchen was out for about six weeks. But uh, we're a bit lucky, and um, we had a lot of volunteers come and help rip up the carpet and take it out. Um, so things got back moving pretty good. So I was a bit lucky. Um, it could have been worse, yeah, mm. for sure. Now, in terms of um, events you guys hold, do you have anything that may, may uh, people may be interested in they can come and uh, check out? Yeah, we keep things uh, pretty basic. Um, probably our main night of uh, the week is our Friday nights. We still do a uh, good old traditional bar raffle night. Mm-hmm. Um, we have meat trays, legs of lamb, um, kilos of prawns and steak trays and also have a couple of chances to win a few uh, cash prizes. Um, that all happens on a 7 o'clock every Friday night and our, uh, our regulars enjoy that and we have a bit of fun with that. So uh, that's our, our main event every week. Um, but apart from that, we... Um, Money do just a bistro uh, seven days a week, lunch and dinner, um, and the bar's open every day of the week. Um, and our bottle shop goes from 10am to 11pm seven days a week as well, so it's handy for those people to get caught short late at night. They can uh, zip over here and uh, get their refreshments, yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, I appreciate you taking the time, Trev, because uh, the, the pub's got quite an interesting history, and it's good to hear it from someone who's been around. Because you're a Maroopna local uh, your entire life? Yeah, I mean, uh, I was born in 71 in, um, actually, well, the GB Base Hospital, but I've always lived in Maroopna, so it's, um, yeah, you get to know the, the background of a few things, and my family's been involved in the pub before I was too, so it, um, you get to know the, the regulars who come and go on over the years, and um, it all helps to, uh, when someone walks in and looking for someone, you can say, oh, yeah, I know where he lives, or I know who he is, and mm. it's sort of, being local does help, and they, uh, the people, um, they appreciate that, which is good. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I appreciate you taking the time to have a chat. No worries, mate. Thanks for your time, Ashley. Across the Goulburn Valley, this is the pub feed. Just left the Royal Mail Hotel in Marutna and uh, I decided to go for a steak. Uh, I the the menu's very simple, but I really enjoyed that because you know if there's too many uh, if there's too many choices on a menu, I get really really stressed out. Uh, so I really appreciated the simple menu. Had the steak, it was juicy, it was lovely, the sides were fantastic, the chips were crunchy and, and really enjoyable and uh, it's a great little pub, come down check it out. Uh, as you heard in the podcast, they were uh, pretty pretty badly affected by the floods, so um, I, uh, I think it would be worth coming down and, and supporting this local business because Marutna here, as we all know, was just really, really devastated by those uh, floods come up the main street here on McLennan Street and... Uh, I really appreciate it. Trev's a great guy. He's a really down-to-earth guy. He's been in Marutin his entire life, and uh, I, I just think it's a really important thing to make sure we support our local businesses, especially our pubs and our, our hospitality businesses, because uh, if we don't, they'll go away, and then we'll complain that there's not enough hospitality businesses in the town. And then it's just a vicious cycle, you know? So we want to come down and uh, support the Royal Mail Hotel in Maroopna. I think I'm going to bring the family here for a uh, quick little feed. They've got some great deals on some uh, specials as well and meat trays and things being given away, like Trev said. So a uh, great opportunity to get out, I reckon. So uh, I'll throw it back to you, Josh, in the studio. Across the Goulburn Valley, this is the Pub Feed. What a great episode. How good was that? Uh, some of those stories were fantastic. It's great to hear uh, from the locals themselves about 
these uh, really, really interesting stories. So uh, I really appreciate you listening, and the next episode will be out next week. So uh, keep up to date and uh, tell your friends about Listener as well, L-I-S-T-N-R. You can download it for free and sign up for free, and it's the only place you can find the pub feed podcast for the Goulburn Valley. I'll catch you next week, everyone. Bye now. A Listener Production.